Our next guest is a well-known here from East Clare, uh, Senior Officer Timmy Dooley. Timmy, you're welcome to the programme. Thanks very much, Pat and Tom. Delighted to be with you this morning. Bright and bushy-tailed after the parades yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. You, you Bridget, didn't Bridget overdo the green beer, did you? No, I didn't get any <laughs> access to beer at all last night, such was the... <laughs> Didn't get to celebrate. Maybe tonight. Maybe well, we'll get we're maybe we'll get on tonight. If you heed Declan O'Keefe, you'll stay at home tonight uh, too. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it might be wise to take yeah. Declan's advice. Ah, yeah. 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 Everything's uh, a good Can you, maybe, as, as you're being in we'd like to, you were out and uh, you claim recently in Kiev, and maybe you'll give us a, a rundown on the, um, the situation there and what, what you'll yeah. be comfortable in it. And what Sorry, see. Tim, before you, that's your second time in Kiev. You were there. Yeah, I was there early in on last year. March, uh, April of last year, yeah. so about about a year later. Um, oh, you're back to the same e- area again? Yeah, MEP Billy Keller and myself went back to the same area at the invitation uh, of some parliamentarians that we know out there. And I suppose when we went out a year ago, things were really bad. Um, we, we visited... Uh, some towns north of Kiev, place called Busha and Irpin, which people will be familiar with from some of the television shots that would have seen at the time. So as we arrived, they were just excavating uh, one of those mass graves, so taking the bodies from the ground, some of them in body bags, some not, unfortunately. And it had happened where the parish priest and the local people just took bodies from the sides of the street and, and buried them while the Russian occupation was still in that area. And it was really done... I suppose from a, from a capacity to get illness and 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 death um, fr- from the, from the streets because obviously they didn't want to leave, leave leave the bodies lying around, so they were being excavated when we were there a year ago and giving them a dignified burial and identifying who they were and all of that process, and we saw the devastation that had led to that where the, the you know the, the villages had been completely bombed and and razed to the ground. So we went back a year later um, to meet some of the people that had survived. Um, who had shown, you know, great resilience, um, had moved back to the area they were living in, kind of tented accommodation, um, those modular homes, which we hear a lot about, they're like mobile homes, effectively. So people had had come back into those and were starting the slow process of trying to rebuild their homes. Now, in most cases, mm. there was nothing to rebuild. Yeah, They'll have yeah, to be yeah. completely knocked. And I suppose where they're struggling is to get international finance nobody wants to go in and invest in a country that's still at war so it's going to be it's going to be a slow painstaking job to get the homes and the apartment complexes and all of those rebuilt but with some external support they've managed to get little creches up again and schools uh, rebuilt which is really important when you see the support for, for young people so i suppose the the difference between the year was the the war still on but people are now more accustomed to it they're getting on with daily life. I mean, their homes are destroyed in, in some cases. Some, obviously, mm. homes haven't been. Um, but for those that have, they're just getting on. They're Timmy, was there much more damage done, visible damage, from the time we were there last year? There was more strategic damage done. Yes. What, what we saw, the, the area that we had been in, north of Kiev, before the Russians were pushed back, um, is still decimated. So that's maybe an area like wasteland uh, uh, wasteland just just completely wasted but yet people are pitching tents they're putting in those kind of caravans attempting to get back into those areas but then the additional so once the russians were moved out of there they then started bombing at a distance hitting power plants water plants sewerage plants which has a much greater impact on a lot more people you take out an electricity generation facility it puts a lot of people into cold and even though the winter was not as cold as expected. Because of that area, people generally 
the less well-off people live in apartment complexes, very large apartment yeah, complexes. Yeah, yeah. They can be up to 40 storeys. Now, if you have an elderly couple mm-hmm. on the 38th floor um, and they've no electricity... And no el- lift. No lift. Mm. So whilst they might be able to keep warm, they're not able to get in and out for, for provisions. So the, the, the Russians have been more strategic in the way they have attacked people. So, you know, it's been really mm. difficult um, in, that, in that area. And the continuous bombardment throughout the Christmas period um, of shelling of, of, of apartment complexes and homes and, you know, targeting strategic infrastructure. So, but but even, even taking all of that into account, and I would have thought that a year on, people would become more disillusioned, more downhearted. Quite the opposite, actually. Uh, coming to terms with it for those that are still li- living there and, and, and still very much believing that they're going to win the war and talking about what will happen at the other side of it. And the same with the political leaders. They want to build links with countries and companies that will go back and invest in Ukraine once the, the Russians have, have, have been pushed back. So there's a great resilience amongst those people. Um, very thankful to the Irish people, really thankful for all the charitable support they have gotten. Um, I met, uh, you know, a, a few elderly couples whose children and grandchildren are now living in Ireland. Um, they clearly want the war to end. They want them to come back and they, they know they will. Um, but really thankful that their kids are safe, their grandchildren are safe, safe from, yeah, yeah. from what's going yeah. on. So. Did yeah. we, and I'm talking about nearly the three of us now, because you're a good bit younger than the rest of myself. But, you know, Catching we, up fast, Tom. Catching <laughs> up fast. <laughs> well, we're, we're going to run ahead of you. But anyway, you know, I thought, you know, after World War II, and this is what we'd have grown mm. up listening to, that there'd never be anything mm. like that in Europe again, if not in the entire world. Yeah, and I think, you know, most people... Most people thought like yeah, you. Uh, yeah. I mean, that that was the one thing, and, and sort of uh, like yourself, myself, and Pat, you're kind of reading history to understand yeah. how we got to where we are. And one of the big one of the big pushes around Europe getting together as a block, and for us joining the common market as it was then, or the EEC, whilst it was a, a market based activity, the the forefathers, the people who thought it up. It was about a peace project. It was about if we if we enter into trade and dialogue and we have a rules based system, um, we don't have to fight over things. Um, if we have common rules and we agree to them, that ends the the, the basis for conflict. Because at the ba- at the base of every conflict, there's there are there are there's something there's something that ha- hasn't been agreed, and 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 like as that developed, more countries joined the European Union. Mm, you yeah. really felt mm. like, and that's you know then you have of course issues with NATO and all of that, but. Places like Ukraine and others, and we saw the fall of the Eastern Bloc. We saw the ten countries back in two thousand and four join Europe, much bigger. We twenty eight then before Britain left. So you really thought that Europe was expanding, um, and they want to come in with us. They do, and 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 they, they want to come for all the right reasons, yeah. but 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 which which is to protect themselves from their big aggressor next door, because mm-hmm. you still have a situation where. Russia is effectively a dictatorship. They have the guise of of, of, of elections, but they're not free nor fair. To and be, to the be media is totally controlled. That's the whole point. I mean, if you if you control the narrative, if you control the political system, opposition don't get to compete in the election. So it's not a surprise when Putin gets 75, 80%, maybe higher percentage of the vote. Yeah. But nobody else has been allowed to develop in, in opposition to him. There are small opposition political parties who I'd be in contact with from time to time. But if they raise their head, if they hold a public meeting, um, it's just stormed by, by police. police. It's never yeah. reported. 
they're thrown into cells for a few weeks, mm. they're battered and bruised, and it just goes completely unnoticed. And the si- I suppose the size of the country is, is so large. It's blessed, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's a really fertile country, isn't it? it, it like, and that's the thing about Ukraine. I mean, it's the breadbasket. My, my daughter was doing the leaving yeah, when I came yeah. back. She said, mm. and did you see all the, the fields of corn? And I said, no, I hadn't realised it. And she said, I'd been studying it because they, 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 they were studying that as part of history. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's hugely fertile um, and feeds m- a lot of Africa, quite frankly. A lot yes, of the grain yes, from yeah. and a lot of grain comes here yeah, too. So was, yeah. Some yeah. of the grain mm-hmm. here actually is we, we feed to cattle because I mean our own grain is maybe to a higher standard or whatever. But they depend on on us buying that grain. They depend on the Africans as part of their economic activity. They're a hardworking, very resilient people. I mean, like a lot of those that grew up in Eastern Europe and in the Eastern Bloc countries, they haven't had it easy. Um, they've a great ethic around work. And around education, there's you know they believe a lot in education, yeah, as yeah. we see mm. with many of the Ukrainians that have come here, highly educated, uh, very motivated to work. They they want to make a difference, uh, and that's why it's clear from those that I interact with, both here around Scarif and, and and around the wider county, they want to get back. Um, they want to go back to Ukraine. They don't they don't they don't want to be dependent on us. They want to contribute to the rebuilding of their own country when it's yeah, safe yeah. to do so. So, which is kind of different. I suppose, Timmy, the, the eastern part of the of the Ukraine, I suppose, that's devastated. Is the cities they are. It is. We didn't didn't venture there. I was yeah. given strict instructions by not my family at home. <laughs> <laughs> not to go there. Not, well, not to go to Kiev in the first instance, but we yeah. got that far. But I I I, I, I thought better of going any further. There'd be yeah, yeah. there'd be third world war at home if I, yeah, <laughs> if, yeah. I, if if I chanced it further. But from the reports that that we got. Um, and from the, the briefings we got, uh, Russia are surrounding the troops there and they're just firing with, 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 with raw abandon. And what the Russians are doing, which is, I mean, it, it breaches all rules, if you want, of, of war or engagement or that. Everything. They're, they're taking, they, they, they have this kind of privatised uh, military group, the Wagner group it's referred to, you'll hear about it in the media. Yeah, yeah. But mm. what they're doing is they're just taking men out of prison that, that 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 drug dealers and criminals mm-hmm. of all sorts, they're taking them out and they're saying, if you f- sign up for six months, we'll take you out of prison, and after six months, you'll be free. You'll be free from prison. No, the reality is, they never come. They're not coming back. Yeah. So yeah. they're throwing just men out yeah. in front of the Ukrainians. They're just cannon fodder. I mean, it's the mm-hmm. most deplorable act. Now, I, I I suppose when you read and hear about the way prisoners are treated in Russia. Maybe it's a relief for some of these people to 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 to, 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 to yeah, face yeah. and to have a chance, but they've they've no chance of survival. So, so they're losing men, and you hear about the numbers they're losing, but to them it's nothing. It's just they're throwing human beings in front of yeah, tanks yeah, and yeah, guns. Yeah. It's yeah. it's an appalling way to to yeah. operate. I was just looking at um, um, an article in the Examiner, Timmy, just about mm. the people coming into Ireland, and we have about mm. seventy thousand in here, and. Um, which is one point eight percent of the of the the population. Mm. Now, see, Germany um, Germany have taken in eight hundred and seventy five thousand, mm. which is one percent. Now, France are getting away very light. They have only eighty five thousand mm. taken in uh, towards the that's only point zero point one percent of the of their population. Yeah, it's 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 a huge challenge, um, and I suppose the way it works, people people make their way to the country uh, as such. They're not directed yeah, by anyone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the the reality is Poland has taken probably the most. Uh, yeah, um, Poland, yeah, and, and the, the Czech Republic. Yeah, yeah. We, we got 
a lot in the early stages because we had direct flights, quite right, frankly, yes. from yeah. from from Zsiu Airport in Poland, which is right on the border. So I, I suppose it's it's a bit like anything; the fittest survive the right, best, right, right, and those right. that were probably best off were able to get flights in the early stages and travel to Ireland. Um, people drove here. I see Ukrainian registered cars yes, on the road, yeah, yeah. and I, I mean some people have a kind of a negative dispensation. They say, "Oh." or a negative disposition, they say, oh, God, look at the fine car they're driving. They're not, th- these they're people, not these people are not here um, for anything <laughs> other than, other than, other than for, t- you know, so to live and, and not get bombed. They're, mm. they're not here because of famine, like which we would have been familiar with before. I mean, we, we, we still get quite a lot of people from North Africa and from various different other countries that either have a war-torn or are famine-stricken. And you see regularly those that come from Africa, the, the small boats that a lot of talk about yeah, in yeah. Britain at mm. the minute are the boats that come from North Africa into Italy. And they, th- those are people who are, who are fleeing conflict as well, but they're, they're coming probably from famine-stricken areas and they have nothing. They've scrambled together a few quid to, 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 to get these it's traffickers yeah, to yeah. get them mm. out. Ukrainian people, you have doctors and nurses and engineers you know so so they're well educated so they're not here from a poverty perspective they're here because someone has invaded their country and they're bombing the 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 daylights out of them a bit like you'd had in the 70s when the troubles kicked off in the north and say around shannon you have a big contingent of people who were hard work and decent honorable people Mm. and moved because the they just couldn't tolerate the, the, the 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 threat to their lives now many of them went some of them went back many of them didn't though my belief will be that a lot of the ukrainians will go back because mm. their homes are there, even those that have been their destroyed, the yeah. roots are there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, w- there's no doubt that Ireland has been seen as a friendly, welcoming country to them. France, I, I think some of that is because it, it takes longer to get there and they yeah, haven't yeah, had the same connecting yeah, yeah. flights. Um, they, have, they have good supports in France for, for Ukrainians that come. As mm. I mean, it's pretty much the same across Europe, the kind of supports that are available. It's putting Ireland under pressure, though, and I think a lot of people have been kind of, you know, strong in their support, but recognising that it, it, it's putting a burden on the Irish people, that they're, by and large, most people are prepared to accept. There are yeah, some yeah. that aren't, uh, yeah. and there's no doubt that there are political ideologies on the fringes that will try to try exploit to this. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're doing it too with some of the, the sort of the African community by suggesting that they're doing dreadful things, mm-hmm. which yeah. some of it is hu- completely hyped out of... Fake news of everything. Yeah, indeed. And, you know, if one person of colour commits a crime, it's blown out of all proportion. I mean, look, the reality is in all communities, our own are as well able to commit crime as any other yeah, nation and we've yeah, got yeah. to kind of yeah, got to yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. work our way through that yeah. and there's no doubt that there's a fear among some people too they they, they are fearful i mean yeah. many people haven't encountered people of color Mm-mm. um in their lives yeah, yeah. um and it takes a bit of getting used to people coming from different cultures and that but ireland has always been welcoming and like you see the extent to which we have gone to other countries and worked hard for sure mm-hmm. um, I've always said that we should be more understanding than most people and because we, our ancestors uh, went abroad and suffered they, they, they did and you know what it isn't yeah. the ones that went to America it's the ones that went to our nearest neighbour I mean no one needs a lecture in this community no, about no. the way the Irish were treated in, 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 in England, in England. Yeah. Uh, what was the, the line they used to have on the windows? No, 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 no dogs, no, no blacks, no paddies need apply. Yeah, no Irish. Yeah, yeah, you know. So um, 
that's that's ingrained in the, the minds of a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why you see when you talk about per capita, uh, like Ireland, when it comes to charitable donations to the various different charities, particularly the overseas charities, have always been way ahead of other countries in terms of the amount of money per head of population that they give yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. to African charities um, and to charities generally whenever the Red Cross put out a call for money for a disaster, yeah, yeah, whether it be yeah. Turkey or wherever. We, we have that kind of, I think, recognition or in our DNA that we suffered. Now, of course, as populations go on, the... the, 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 the the reference back to that or the memory of that will fade with the next generation. But just um, I, I, I say I don't. I don't know people would would um, will say that Ireland uh, wasn't doing well with the with them. But I see in the uh, an article in the Irish Times during the league where there's three thousand in tins in, in Belgium, and there have been and, yeah. and the only ones supplying the tins are people. Yeah, giving them tins. And you're talking about small tins, not big small tins. Yeah, small yeah. tins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no doubt. There's, there's, there's no doubt. Be- Belgium has 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 taken in a lot as well, and and like ourselves, they don't have they, they don't have homes, they don't have property to to manage That's them in. Yeah, yeah. But like, there's no doubt that the Ukrainian population are very thankful. They recognise what 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 the the, the sacrifices that the Irish people um, mm-hmm. have made for them. But it does come with a challenge here. It comes with a challenge. Yeah, particularly in the, on the tourism side the because hotels, yeah, yeah. the hotels which were good business for those communities in the yeah. winter it's it's difficult in the summer, the summer because there yeah. are mm-hmm. there's no doubt there are smaller businesses that depended on tourists coming through those hotels mm-hmm. yeah. for mm-hmm. talk's sake if you're in if you're running a restaurant or you're running a coffee shop or you're running um, arm sweater you know selling arm yeah. sweaters or, or gifts like that in the sort of a lot of that in the North Clare area that would have been expecting Germans or French yeah, yeah, yeah. there's no mm. throughput now um, and that, that that hurts those businesses so it, it's not it, it's not coming without a price but I suppose you have to look at in the greater and most of the people that I talk to are, are accepting of it for some reason some are difficult because putting them under pressure but it's um it's a kind of a one-in-a-lifetime situation where, where people are under so much pressure. You know? Would all the costs, we'll say now, related to the people coming from the Ukraine to me, would that be all, would that be all we'll say, borne by the, the government? Well, sure. <laughs> when the government spend money, it's yours and mine. I know, I know. Yeah, it's the taxpayer's it's the taxpayers money. There's no international fund. There, there, there isn't. There's some, there's some uh, European funding, but sure, again, European funding is it's coming from the taxpayer as well, anyway, and we're net contributors there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, we're 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 it's it's a cost. There's no doubt about it. But like, I think in, from a long term perspective, um, as Europe working together, you're looking at finding a situation where you, ultimately there will be peace whenever it will come. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Europe and will Euro- be stronger. Europe will be stronger. Ukraine will join the European Union. There's huge opportunities for all European countries to go back to what I said at the beginning in terms of a market like there's a there's a 44 million of a population in Ukraine now get those into the European Union their lifestyles their way of life will will change and improve there will be requirements for investment in infrastructure uh, investment in the sales of the products that we produce so like the one thing that has always benefited Ireland because we're an open economy and we export a lot um, the more market opportunities that come the way, the more we benefit. So, yes, this is a cost on the Irish taxpayer now, but it's it's a wrong way maybe to put it, but it's a reality. It's also an investment in the future. It's an investment in uh, a Ukrainian economy that 
you know, f- will pay dividends to Europe. And it's, it's not about extracting from them, but it's about what that benefit will be in the long run. Yeah. So sometimes you have to take the long view. Um, and Ireland, by comparisons, is doing reasonably well across yeah. Europe. We're, we're back exporting significantly again. Um, and we have a positive story to tell. And we have ministers and Taoiseachs and Tarnishtas all over the, the world, world at the moment yeah. promoting Ireland. They're getting a good reception. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've bounced back so well from 10, 12 years ago when, yeah, when yeah. our economy hit the, hit, hit the floor. Mm-hmm. We learned a lot of lessons with our banks and how to mm-hmm. operate that better. And, and, yes, we have huge problems in Ireland. No doubt about it. Our health system still needs a lot. Uh, our housing needs a lot. Uh, and there's a capacity issue. We need more workers actually here in Ireland because what happened during the COVID pandemic was probably, you talked about 70,000 Ukrainians here, it was probably about 60 to 70,000 Eastern Europeans, principally Polish, that were here for a period of time. And anyway, they come for the 10 years and they leave, a lot of them. A lot of them went back early and no one came in, in place of them. So we're, we're struggling for workers at the moment. Some of the Ukrainians that are coming actually are highly qualified, maybe too qualified for some of the positions. We actually need more. I mean, we've we've the housing crisis, but if you talk to builders, or you, you'll know it locally, trades, yeah. trying to get anyone, to, I mean, any tradesman now to do anything yeah. is difficult. A lot of our own men, young men have gone to... Well, I was talking to a man who you know well. I, I mentioned yeah. Pierre Hogan, who was yeah. out in Australia yeah. to see his son and his daughter. says, half of East Clare are out there. They are. White get Scarif, yeah. Mount Shannon. Yeah. And they left at a time when... Well, they left... They started to go, well, they went in different phases, but they started yeah. to go when the economy turned. Yeah. And then even though the economy was improving again, the story's coming back of the lifestyle. Uh, mm-hmm. So there's lots kind of going for a sharp, hopefully a sharp yeah, period yeah, of time yeah. will come back. So cousins Root, of roots the, are being established out there too. And, yeah. and that'll happen. There's right. no doubt about yeah. it. But you'd hope that some would come back. And yeah. some, some, some have come. A, a cousin of one of Jer's kids was out there for a few years and he's back, Neil Broderick and a few yeah, more lads. So yeah. they, 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 they do come back and we want them to come back. But that's a lifestyle issue for some, yes. for sure. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 the sort of the draw of the weather and all of that is, <laughs> yeah, is, is, yeah. is, is hard to compete with. Wouldn't we all go if we could? We, <laughs> <laughs> at this stage, I think, yeah. yeah, and, yeah and they're yeah. already educated now as well, telling when to go. Before fellas went to... Well, it's a choice, Pat. You're, you're, you're right. Yeah. It's, a, it's a lifestyle choice now. Um, and it's nearly a rite of passage now for a lot of kids. They, yeah, they yeah, do they school, they like do their college, go, yeah. they go for a while. Some of them won't come back, some of them will. Yeah. And... You know, you, you kind of have to re- respect that too. But at mm. least the good thing is, it's not, it's not, it's not forced in the way yeah, that it yeah. was when some of us were a bit younger. You know, and the Irish are well regarded. Well, they work hard to do, and, and in England in particular, you know, and I they know don't take themselves too yeah. seriously. Yeah. They get on with life and they enjoy it, yeah, and yeah, yeah. that's that's probably one of the, the positive messages. So, Timmy, uh, do you hope get out your crystal ball there? Will that war end soon? It's hard to say, like when you talk to people on all sides, um, they, they, I mean, Russia still has a lot of people that they're, yes. that they're enlisting and they don't want, I mean, it's a pride thing for Putin. Yes. He, he has suffered a lot now, he's talking it up, but he, he, he hasn't made the advances in the year and a half now that, that yeah. would have been expected. Do you think the Chinese might emerge as a, let's say, a broker, a peace broker rather than a supporter of him, an out-and-out supporter? If they do, we're all in trouble. Yeah, I don't think the yeah. Chinese, I mean, I don't think the Chinese can necessarily side full square with him. They certainly have shown a coldness towards him by comparison to what it would have been there in the past. Now, Xi Jinping is due to visit, if, it's, if not today, within these days, it I is, understand. Yeah. Um, and that sort of sends a message too. Um, 
but they will be there's no doubt that the Chinese and the Americans will be serious brokers in this at the end of the day Chinese don't want they don't want this to escalate further um, they had a growth last year of somewhere between 3.8 and 4% uh, that's bad for China because China has seen growth rates north Double of digits, 10% yeah. mm-hmm. significantly north of it and they need that because I mean China has a very sort of um, diverse community and economy. So there's very wealthy people, but there's very impoverished people. And their double-digit growth is all about bringing people with them and and, and, and growing their their capacity. So 4%, if 4% is to continue, uh, so diplomatic channels would suggest that China have been saying very clearly to Russia, this needs to come to an end because this is impacting much greater on our, our economic activity than we had originally thought because they weren't exporting the same amount of thing, uh, goods. Now, the pandemic played into that. Now you have another situation with inflation, rising interest rates, bank collapses. That may have impact on, on China as well. So just as one crisis might be resolving itself or there may be a plan to resolve it, something else throws its, is thrown into the middle. So it's not... It's never straightforward, Thomas, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the weather. It's not predictable. No, yeah, Timmy, thanks for coming not in. Not at all, Pat. We, 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 we hope to talk about um, wind fairness. But maybe we'll, we'll do it oh, as some, other, some, some other thing. Another tricky subject. <laughs> <laughs> another time. We're happy to come back to that, yeah, Pat. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll, not at we'll all. Get you back. And well done on, for all, all your good work. Thanks, thanks a lot. Thank you for your thanks, support, thanks, Timmy, as well. Right. Yes, indeed.